Hi, and welcome back to the All Sports Focus podcast. Um, we are back here after our long-awaited return, after a long break. Um, we all got pretty busy with hockey, Ryan's at flight school, Brady's doing whatever the hell he's doing. So we hit a little hit a little rough patch, but we're back here. Um, I'm here with Ryan today. Say what's up, Ryan. What's up? We're just doing a little short recap of um, kind of the just, what are we through, 13 weeks? 12 now technically i don't really know and a week 13 yeah um i'm just kind of gonna do a quick recap of that we're gonna do uh current like the current team's playoff predictions um we're going to do afc and nfc best offensive and defensive players and then teams to watch down the stretch and then just some final um takes on the season so far um so we're gonna swing right into um uh gosh i can't talk uh, to the playoff predictions, and Ryan, what do you what do you think? And so right now in the NFC, it's the Eagles with the one seed, um, and then it's Vikings versus the Commanders, two versus seven, and then 49ers versus Giants is three versus six, and then Bucks versus Cowboys is the four versus five. Um, so you thinking I, I as of right now, I don't think anybody's like the Vikings. I think they're going to beat the Commanders pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, I think the Bucks are a huge fraud. Like, they're literally only in the playoffs because the entire NFC South is absolute hot garbage. Like, any other division, they're not even going to be close to making the playoffs. So I don't think they they obviously lose to to the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't think the 49ers have really put it together much. Like, for all the stars they have, they're not really winning. Yeah, but as of right now, I don't think I'm a Giants fan, but I don't think right now the way the Giants are playing with all the injuries, I don't think they'll be able to beat the 49ers and contain yeah, that and if, contain that defense and with them McCaffrey and Debo and Kittle and all of them. But I mean the Achilles heel still there is Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he's been playing more consistent. He hasn't been turning the ball over. It's they're trying but this he's power not make plays to beat them. They're not. They're not. They're just trying to stick to this power run game, and that's not what McCaffrey is. He's not a guy that you can just give the ball and run up the middle to, and he's going to be able to just plow over people. You got to get him in space. You got to run screens, dump offs. The, uh, the 49ers, they don't have that threat of like a deep play because Jimmy Garoppolo is not making those throws. Yeah. And so you're able to crowd the line, and very similarly to the way that they beat the Ravens, the Giants beat the Ravens, they just crushed the line, put more in the box, and bottled up Lamar Jackson. And uh, I don't even know who was the Ravens running back at that point, J.K. Dobbins maybe? I don't I don't even know. They've gone through like 20 of them this year. Uh, I can't even tell you. Whoever was, like, they completely bottled them up. And so I think that would be a very similar approach they would be able to take and the Giants' run defense is definitely a lot better than their pass defense. And Yeah, I mean, our pass defense should be better come that time if we make the playoffs because we'll have both of our starting corners back and our starting yeah. safety. So, I mean, it should, that, that should be a close game if the Giants – the Giants so weak right now that I don't think it's really much of a concern of – If the Giants are healthy, I think they can maybe give them a run for their money, but if they're not – I don't think they even come close, but um, right now the NFC is basically, I want to say like eight teams. 
I think it's literally yeah. the seven in the playoff, and then well, I'll say, I'll say nine teams, and then Seattle and uh, Atlanta, just because Atlanta's close to beating out the Bucks. They're five and seven, so they're not going to get in a yeah, wild card the, spot. The whole NFC South. I mean, the Saints are right there, and yeah, I mean, it's sad to say that it literally is like teams in the playoff, and then Seattle's uh, six and five. And then it's five and seven, four and seven, four and eight, four and eight, four and eight, four and eight, three and eight, three and nine. Like the NFC is, and for all all of us said at the beginning of the season that the Rams were going to easily run through the NFC. Looking at them at three and eight without their first round pick, they are they yeah, are screwed. That's not going to be. They really put their eggs all in win eight last year and this year, and it's really coming back to bite them. I mean, yeah. between Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford and. I, and and Aaron Donald's not playing this week either against the Seahawks, missing his first career game. So um, and then after that, I so re- recapping, um, I got the Vikings, Cowboys, and um, I'm gonna have to say the 49ers beat the Giants. I just don't think the Giants have as of right now. Yeah. The last the last two weeks the Giants have played, I don't think they beat the 49ers. So I mean that that leaves I believe so it'd be Vikings versus 49ers and Cowboys versus Eagles, and um, Vikings versus 49ers. It, it honestly kind of depends for both teams which team which team shows up if yeah, you know what I mean. Their team. Like, if it's if it's the good Vikings like they played against the Bills, or if it's the Vikings that like that played against the Cowboys, or if it's the 49ers that show up every time they play the Rams, or if it's the 49ers that when they played the Chiefs they got throttled on their home field. Yeah, like that's how it, that's how that game is going to be won and. My, my, I like the Vikings just matchup wise better. I think yeah. the Vikings like win that as far as defensively and Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. um, Dalvin Cook. Like I like those matchups there, but I just don't know that you can count on. I mean, really, both quarterbacks have struggled in in mm-hmm. the in the prime time games. Yeah. Um. So, both Kirk and Garoppolo both. Struck. I want to give a quick shout out to though um, the Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell. Man, that dude has surprised me. He yeah. took over. He took over the like the offensive play calling and everything like that as long as well as the head coaching job. And I mean, that dude. I I thought he was the Rams offensive coordinator. I thought he's just oh he's just there for kicks and giggles because Sean McVay calls the offense. Yeah. But I mean that dude went in there and he knows how to utilize his stars. I mean, there's he gets, a few, like Brian Dable, um, yeah. Kevin Connell, and Mike McDaniel down in Miami have all mm-hmm. sheer coaches that are have totally turned their teams around. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Brian Dable's a really good offensive coach. He's a really good coach. Like, he's changed the culture. But, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that he kind of passed off a little of the play calling to Mike Kafka, our offensive coordinator. I mean— Sometimes as a as a head coach, if you know you gotta you gotta you hire the coaches you want and you trust them to call the plays. So it's like yeah. it's that type of thing. And I mean, the Vikings know already. That's the, I think that's the problem Kyle Shanahan has right now with the 49ers. He's not utilizing his stars. No, but not like at all. I, like I was just saying, he's trying. George Kittle was on one of my fancy teams and I traded him because he was getting one to two targets a game. Dude's a top five, top five tight end in the NFL. Get him the freaking ball. Stop throwing the ball to Rashad Jennings and Brandon Ayuk, who literally catch the ball and immediately get tackled because they can't make any moves. 
Get the ball to McCaffrey. Get the ball to Debo. Get it to George. Mm-hmm. Let them do things. Stop. And with McCaffrey, it's so frustrating because it's literally it's halfback dive inside zone, halfback dive inside zone. Like he's an undersized guy. His, his market has never been a power runner. Oh, that's how it's how he succeeded all those times. Harris. How he succeeded in Carolina was. They would get him in space. They would let him get outside, stretch plays, counter plays, swing passes, screens, all that stuff. Like, let him do that. I don't know why you're limiting him that. And when they got McCaffrey, it's like they took away the whole idea of Debo running the ball. So, like, oh, we have a good running back now. No. You can have both of them run the ball. Switch it up. Have Debo run the ball. McCaffrey run a pass route. They can both do that. They can both go to the slot. They can both end up out as a receiver. I mean, it's just – it's frustrating as I'm not a fan of the 49ers. Don't get me wrong. I don't like them, anything like that. It's just, it's frustrating to see a team that has that many weapons to not be like blowing. Like the Saints, they have a good defense. Don't get me wrong. I'm putting up 13 points on them. Like, yeah. come on. That, uh, especially so when, like, not even 500 team. Yeah. Like, come on. That, that's embarrassing. Um, honestly, right now, like, after all that, if the 49ers find a way to use their weapons, maybe they win this. But I got to go with the Vikings. I mean. Yeah, I go with the Vikings there. I, I just, I think they're playing. If Kirk Cousins, if Kirk Cousins can keep not making mistakes and play good football with Dalvin Cook and TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson, they're going to be fine. Um, Eagles and Cowboys, that's going to be one hell of a game. And they still have it to is. play. One, they still have to play one more time in the regular season, too. So that should be really interesting. NFC East has a crap ton of um, division games coming up, just to speak of that, because um, the Giants have to play. The Giants literally have to play the Commanders twice. Uh, they have to play yep, – sorry, I'm trying to pull up the schedule. They play the Commanders twice. They go Commanders, Eagles, Commanders, uh, Vikings, Colts, and then the Eagles. So, I mean, they have four division games left here in the last six games. So – I mean, this division could – I'm not saying it could completely flip because, I mean, the chances of the Giants winning all four are very slim, and the chances of the Eagles winning – I think they maybe have three or four left also. Just the chances of all those teams winning all of them, it, it's very slim. So, I mean, the chances of the division just completely flipping over and the freaking commanders winning it are very slim. So Yeah. Um, they stay very similar to what it looks yeah. like. I mean, Eagles – They've impressed me. Like I hate, I hate it saying this because I mean I'm a Giants fan, so I don't really want either of these teams to win. But honestly, I, I like the Eagles more so because I don't like the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, McCarthy's game management is just horrible. Yeah, and they, they just cannot show up when they need to. They always hit this streak right here towards the end. Like they did it last year where they just start winning games and everybody's oh all hype about them going into the playoffs and then it kind of just falls apart. Like they yeah. lost to a kind of they lost to a kind of injury-ridden 49 49ers team last year cuz they did not have very many guys playing in that wild card game. I remember that. They all came back in the divisional round, so I mean, it was like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles. I mean, yeah, I go with the Eagles there too, and I think. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a biased guy here because it's like one versus two in the seedings, but I mean, I think those are the two teams that pull it out. Um, Vikings Eagles, that's gonna be one hell of a championship game. I think it really is. 
Yeah. Um, I think that one comes down to whatever defense can get a stop. Uh-huh. I mean, the Eagles, once if they get healthy, man, they're scary. They get Jordan Davis and them back, um, all their offensive linemen. Um, my, my, my biggest Achilles heel for the Vikings, Mr. Charlie Halstead, is your quarterback. It's Kirk Cousins. I mean. But, I mean, I guess I look at it, too. They're, the Eagles are prone to breakdowns, like Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I mean, the Colts game, too, they should have lost that game. Yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan outplayed them there, so they're prone to breakdowns defending quarterbacks who can make those. It's not the super deep, long, like crazy throws. It's the it's, the dink and dunk, the fives and ten-yard throws that are methodically just, going down the field. Yeah, because the not, offense – relies on field position and big plays yeah and like breaking and kind of stomping their foot on the gas mm-hmm. and if their defense isn't getting takeaways then they're not able to do that yeah um i'm honestly going to pick the vikings here i just the eagles are 10 and 1 but i mean when the vikings can play and they don't play like they played against the cowboys they're scary yeah, i mean the sample size the Cowboys game, I like the Vikings. Yeah. And I think we can kind of see that down the stretch. But the way that they dueled even with Josh Allen and the Bills, like I think it shows that they're legit. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the AFC. Um, we have the Chiefs as the one seed. Um, and then it's Buffalo and the Jets at the two versus seven. And then it's Tennessee versus Cincinnati as the three versus six. And then Baltimore versus Miami as the four versus five. I just want to say real quick, honestly, Ryan, I know you are a Buffalo fan, but in my opinion right now, the Chiefs should be 11-0. Patrick, they they should not have lost the Colts earlier in the season. They kind of shot themselves in the foot a couple times in the red zone. And then with the the Bills, if Patty Mahomes didn't throw that interception, they would have won that game. And don't get me wrong, those two losses, yes, there's things to worry about. But, man, the Chiefs have surprised me on offense. They have came out, and they haven't skipped a freaking beat missing Tyree Kill. I mean, they have the highest scoring offense, everything like that. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not worried about them one bit. And then it's Pat, it's Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. And Pat, it's Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in the playoffs. The only problem with the Chiefs, and I guess we can kind of get into it, Let's talk the first round matchups and then we'll get into yeah. Chiefs here. Um so Buffalo Jets Buffalo's right. Jets. Um it's obviously if Josh Allen doesn't throw interceptions, it's Buffalo. Um, and it's gonna be in Buffalo too, so I mean and the Jets when they beat when they beat Buffalo, Josh Allen was that he's He was right off of that UCL injury. Yeah, I mean you can't blame it on he can't blame it on that, but he threw some really bad interceptions in that game, so that did not help whatsoever. Yeah, um, I was he had the fumble too, like on the mm-hmm. snap, right on the one. So yeah, that was a fluke game. Um, Tennessee, Cincinnati, dude, I'm Cincinnati. They're they're catching their stride. They are catching. I, mean, I think it was very evident in their game that they just played this last week. Of Cincinnati showed that they could they can score with high powered offenses and big plays, but in that Tennessee game, they showed they could slow down. And they could grind it out with uh, some R.J. Peterson mm-hmm. and P. Ryan, sorry, and uh, Joe Mixon. 
and that they could still like win those kind of slog fest games, which you need to win with Derrick Henry. Yep. Um. So I got the Bengals winning that one, and then there. No doubt, right now, Dolphins beat Baltimore, and Baltimore yeah. should not be in the playoffs. Baltimore is a fraud. Um. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. They're seven and four, and the only reason why they're in is because they're winning. Um. God, I can't think. They have seen North right now. But listening listening to their schedule, I think they're going to sneak in the playoffs because they play the Broncos and then the Steelers. I think the Browns beat them. I, I hate to talk good about Deshaun Watson because, I mean, he hasn't – He's a dude, that dude was a top-five quarterback when he was playing. I don't care what people say. He's going to come in. He's got the weapons around him, unlike Houston, where he was throwing to freaking a Walmart fucking cashier. Um, Walmart greeters. Yeah, like – he has Amari Cooper. He has David Njoku. He has Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. He's going to succeed. I don't care what people say. It might not be this year because it's Honestly, I think the Ravens and Bengals flip spots. I think yeah. the Bengals end up as the four seed. Yep. I wouldn't. The Ravens sneak in as that six or potentially seven. I think they sneak in as seven because I honestly, I got the I got the Chargers sneaking in the playoffs. They get a little more Chargers. healthy. Yep, Jay Herb. They get a little more healthy. They got a tough schedule, but the Jets, I mean, people are freaking out about Mike White. You played the damn Bears. You yeah. played the three and nine Bears without just short passes. Like without Justin Fields. Justin Fields literally like that guy, man. When we watched him on Monday Night Football last year in Chicago, I was like, this dude is terrible. Like, man, the Giants got won that trade won that trade. But once their offensive coordinator finally realized, oh, he can run the ball. Totally look at him. Team. He he's he's a he like I know we're talking about the AFC, but I just want to say something real quick about Fields. He if he gets an offensive line and one one big or maybe two decent, like they got Claypool and Darnell Mooney. Like don't get me wrong, those are two good guys, but neither of them are a solidified one. Yeah, no, they're they're a supporting role receiver. And Cole Komet is good too. He's a really good young tight end. I don't get me wrong. And David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, you get one stud wide receiver and a couple offensive linemen. That offense goes from medium of the pack because of Justin Fields to top of the line because of Justin Fields and everybody else around him. Um, but I mean, it shows like with the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bengals and teams like that. You get the quarterback you want, and you build around them. Like, it doesn't matter how much money the, you have to pay Travis him. Travis Kelsey, you get the Stephon Diggs, you get... Yeah. You get the Jamar Chases, the Tyler Boyds, the... And then with, like, Philly, you go get Jalen Hurts, you go get him A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. You get Kirk Cousins, um, got Justin yeah. Jefferson. You get the 49ers, you get McCaffrey, you get Debo. You have quarterbacks... Like, a good quarterback, yes, is going to be able to succeed with not these big-name wide receivers and tight ends and all that. But to win in the NFL, win in, like, in primetime games, you're not going to be able to beat teams with with Walmart workers playing wide receiver. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just, that's just how it works. you got to have offensive line, and you got to have weapons. Um, sorry, we got completely off track there, but... Um, yeah, just make it. I think the Chargers sneak in. I think the yeah. Ravens slide down to six or seven. If they mm-hmm. play the Bills, I still like the Bills, especially in Buffalo. Yeah. I think um, so then we got – then we have Cincinnati and the Chiefs and Minnesota – not Minnesota, Miami and Buffalo. 
Wow, That'll those are again. those are two those are two one hell of a divisional round matchups. Holy crap. Um I like Buffalo in Buffalo. I think I mean yeah, it's gonna I, be middle of December or January. I'm still I'm still like, don't get me wrong, the Dolphins offense, holy crap, like, you have surprised me a lot. But I I hate to say it's about Tua. He's, like, the leading completion percentage or something, like, some stat like that right now. I'm still, like, not, like, The only reason sold. they beat Buffalo in the first place was because of cramps. Stephon Diggs was out. We had, like, Isaiah McKenzie had a concussion. Yeah. Khalil Shakir was out with an injury. So it was, like the bottom of the barrel practice squad receivers playing for Josh Allen and yeah. still they marched all the way down. And it was just like the refs not spotting the ball quick enough to spike. It was the only thing that caused the time to run out. Mm-hmm. So, and you figure by that point, Von Miller will be back. Like the defense will be back to, to healthy. And I don't think Miami gets the win again in Buffalo in late December. Yeah. I don't think so either. Um, And then, then Chiefs, Bengals, that's... When someone... I saw Tyler, Tyler Boyd made a statement yesterday, a couple days ago, and he's like, Burrow and Patty Mahomes are going to be like the Peyton Manning-Tom Brady combination just because the way the divisions play out and how both teams usually finish. Tom Brady, Tom, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning always saw each other in the divisional round. It was never it was maybe three times they played in the conference championship, I want to say. Yeah, it was really I think it it was three times cuz Peyton Manning was 2 and 1. Yeah. It was his two Super Bowl wins the, and then lost the Colts one. when they went in 06 and then when they won in 15 with the Broncos. With the Broncos. Yeah, I mean so otherwise, yeah. Both teams, both teams completely healthy. I mean, man, oh, fucking live. So this is what I was going to say earlier about the Chiefs, what I was waiting for because I knew this matchup would come, was I think the Bengals are, just like the Bills almost were last year, save for the overtime rule, the Chiefs' biggest Achilles heel is big play teams with a strong-arm quarterback, just Mm -hmm. like Patrick Mahomes. Because you look at their defense, no matter how many freaking cornerbacks and safeties they've signed, they still are so apt to giving up big plays against good quarterbacks. Yep. And, like, the Colts won kind of a fluke, but you look at otherwise the teams that they've lost to over the last three or four years um, has been – Teams that have a really superstar quarterback that Mm -hmm. is just dominating them and can get out of pressure, can get away from from sacks like Burrow did last year, like Josh Allen did. Um, And you can't always count on Patrick Mahomes being able to go the entire field in 13 seconds to kick a field goal to tie it or send it to overtime. Because they relied on that twice last year in the playoffs. And... Yeah, they got it, but they won one, lost one. And you can't keep, like, banking on that. So, I think the Bengals fully healthy. Honestly, I think they might get this one. Just simply because they've been there. They have that kind of fight in them. And I think the Bengals' pass rush is better than the Chiefs. And I think they get home and force. This is going to be a game where it's like, 
one turnover makes the makes the difference in this game. One interception, one fumble. And that's that's where that's where my doubt comes in about Joe Burrow is the, the, the turnover part. I mean, he's had a couple games where he's had multiple interceptions and maybe one of them was a the wide receiver's fault, but then the other one was just a terrible throw. Yeah, I mean, I think his problem has been his receiving core has been kind of a a carousel through the mm-hmm. first like half of the season just because of injuries and I mean he hell he came in the start of the season and had to have his appendix removed. Mm-hmm. So that's not exactly a real easy thing to come back from. And so like I think more so late in these past two weeks have been more evident of what he can do where you've got the three hundred plus yard passing games and the the multiple TDs and Yeah. So my, I think it, my thing is I'm not trying to sound like a freaking Chiefs fan here or anything like that, but my whole thing is is it's still it's still Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey in the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean we've said that when they played the Bucks and they lost. We said that when they played the Bengals last year and they lost. Like, yeah, I mean that Bucks game though that was the definition of. Patrick Mahomes versus the fucking world. That yeah, I mean, I just I look at last year and we said, oh, it's, it's Zach Taylor. It's Zach Taylor. He, he shouldn't like he can't out coach Andy Reid. He can't coach out coach Andy Reid. He can't mm-hmm. out coach that duo. But they did, and um, I mean, literally save it for one drive and a coin flip. They don't beat the Bills. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't stop Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis had, what, four touchdowns in that divisional game last year, including two in the last minute? Yeah. Or minute and a half. So, like, I think they've dominated this year, but I think I don't think that Andy Reid is, like, the aura, untouchable Bill Belichick, Tom Brady era where they can never lose kind of thing. I don't know. It's a toss-up. I think we'll just keep it as either team. I don't really. I can't really pick one to win. So I mean, Buffalo versus either or. I think the only difference that plays into it is whether if it's Buffalo, Cincinnati, it's in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. If it's Buffalo, Kansas City, it's at Arrowhead. Provided that the rankings stay the same. I mean, there's definitely a chance that Buffalo, with who we Buffalo plays in the last few weeks, could sneak into that one seed, which then totally flips things because then all roads to the Super Bowl lead through Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Buffalo, I still think Buffalo is a tough out. I think the secondary for Buffalo is a lot better than Kansas City. And yeah, but I mean... With coming back from injuries, getting them back, getting Von Miller back for the playoffs, having Greg Rousseau and Von Miller... Like Von Miller's like second in the league in pressures right now in quarterback sacks, even yeah. at 35 years old. So I'm I'm having a tough time though because I mean teams have showed how you you get to the Bills. You put pressure on Josh Allen and you force him to make mistakes. He's gonna make mistakes. Yeah, and I you, mean I you think- live and thrive off that. That's what the Vikings did. That's what that's what the that's even what the Lions did when they played. I mean, that that that's how you beat them. That's how you beat. I mean, you put pressure on him. You force him to make mistakes. He doesn't. He's a really good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But when 
especially in the red zone, when you put pressure on him and it's third down-ish and he's thinking in his head, I have to get in the end zone here, he's bound to make a mistake. That's how he threw those two red zone interceptions against the Vikings. Like, Yeah, I mean, I think there's – I think their game against the Patriots on Thursday finally quelled a little bit of a demon because – it is very hard for them to have. I was never sold on the Pats. Their defense is so overrated. No, no, just the run game. Like, yeah, we have Devin Singletary. We have James Cook. We have Naheem Hines. Like, Josh Allen cannot be the leading rusher and leading passer every game. Because if you can get Singletary going, like, I mean, he broke out some runs of 15, 20 yards. And then have them in the, the red zone to be able to pick up yards and consist. I mean, we had two rushing touchdowns, like having that dynamic of it takes a lot of pressure off Josh Allen. And I think the games that you've seen them blow out or the games that you've seen them win pretty big have been, we have the run game going. Yeah. Because, Ah. and Josh Allen saying like, I was listening to his post game interview. He said, their goal is now to end every drive with a kick. So whether that's a field goal, whether that's a extra point or a punt, he said trying to end every drive with a kick and working on limiting those turnovers. So, yes, if it's like the Vikings game where he gets forced in and makes like trying to force things, yeah, I think the Bengals get it. But if he controls the ball and plays within himself and says, okay, a field goal is fine here, then I think the Bills can grind it out versus the Bengals. Mhm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I can't really pick either of the teams to win, so we're just gonna go past it. Stick on that one. Um, we're gonna kind of go quick here through our best players, just because we wanted to try and keep this a little shorter. Um. Um. NFC best offensive player. I got Jay Justin Jefferson. I think that's undoubtedly right now. Um. Yeah, I'm between. Uh, you said NFC. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Jefferson for sure. Um, and then NFC. Defense, I got Micah Parsons. Yeah, I'm between Micah Parsons and honestly Aiden Hutchinson has really impressed me this year. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably lean towards Micah Parsons, just overall player, yeah. Um, AFC defense, I have Miles Garrett. He's the most causes the most QB pressures and makes teams scared the most. So yeah. Who do you got for offense? Uh for offense, I thinking Josh Jacobs, honestly. Yeah, I was I was either I had I had three guys written down actually I had Josh Jacobs, Mahomes, and um, Tyreek Hill. So yeah, Tyreek Hill has been very good, and um, I mean you can't ever count out Derrick Henry honestly too, but mm-hmm. I think Jacobs just the way he's been playing recently. Yeah, and then like we kind of hit at in the playoff things, teams to watch down the stretch. In the NFC, you got the Eagles, you got the you got the 49ers, you got the Cowboys and the Vikings, top four teams. And then the AFC, you got the Chiefs, you got Buffalo, you got Cincinnati, and you got Miami. I think those are the top four in both conferences, think, yeah, and there's no real debate about it. I watched those, and then watching the Chargers to sneak in, yeah, kind of come from behind. And I think seeing that Kansas City Buffalo kind of jockeying for the one seed. Um, and then Cincinnati, Baltimore jockeying for that first, uh, what is that, AFC North? Yeah. Uh, jockeying for that AFC North slot. Yeah. And then any takes left? I mean, nothing really we didn't hit in the playoff part. Um, 
I think, I mean, my only real hot take is I think Aaron Rodgers gets shut down. I don't think he plays the rest of the season. I think he gets shut down and gets traded. That's what I'm saying right now. Yeah, I mean, I think they evaluate what they have with Jordan Love, and that really dictates what they do in, in the draft this year because yeah. you know you've got some good quarterbacks between um, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. Like, Yeah, I don't think they won't take a quarterback. That's the last thing they'll do. Uh, I mean, I would really – I think it would just depend how if Jordan Love just looks absolutely horrible, then They're pretty good against the Eagles. So yeah, so um yeah, we want to keep this short so we kind of flew through those last couple segments. Um, we went pretty long in the playoff, but that's fine. Regardless, AFC wins the Super Bowl. Whoever comes out of the AFC wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, um, we're getting back into it here. We were just kind of trying to find our feeding again. Um, I think like we planned on most Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be recording, posting. Hopefully, it's either maybe that night or Thursday. So just keep an eye out. Watch our Instagram, um, stuff like that. Uh, this podcast, some, uh, some Twitch streaming, I think here. Yeah, it's we're gonna end games on there. Yeah, we're gonna try and get back on there. Um, either Madden or NHL, whatever the hell we're doing. So um, yeah, just keep a lookout on our Instagram. This podcast should hopefully be posted hope maybe tonight depends on my hockey game or tomorrow morning so keep you all posted and um Check thanks for listening on site subscribe get yep. some free merch out of it yep so check out check out everything um we're getting back into this keep listening and thanks for thanks for listening see ya thanks everybody <laughs>